0: Sandy and Cat, Magic 95.1, W-A-J-I. Uh, Our favorite piece of audio from the day, we should almost have our clip of the day sponsored. Maybe that's something that we can do. But uh, Kelly Clarkson, uh, her show, you know, again, it's great because she's just like you and me, right? I think she's relatable. Mm -hmm. The struggling with the weight thing is relatable. She's honest. The divorce thing, very transparent, very authentic. Uh, If you work in radio or you work in television, the goal is to be as authentic as possible. And sometimes that's really hard. That's, I mean, it's just easier said than done. It really is. And uh, she was on uh, yesterday with her show and she had guest Kenan Thompson, who was on SNL or is for a hundred years, but also promoting the uh, Good Burger 2 movie as if anybody wanted that movie. No. Uh, but here you go. Uh, they were talking about shower etiquette. Let's tee this up.
1: But like, you do you pee sure. in the shower? These are real hard questions. No. I would lie if I said I had never done it. But I try not to. I pee almost to.
0: every time in the
1: shower. That, that's <laughs> awesome. For, I'm glad that you're open enough to say that. No, the, no, but here, you can't help it. It's that it goes back to that childhood sleepover. You know, they put your hand in the hot water. Sometimes. Sometimes the hot water time. hits your body. Yeah. Not every time. But, but like, if I got to go.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm not against it. Going down the drain. I'm
1: not never done it. You know, but that, like, when I do do it, I always feel so ashamed.
0: <laughs> you know what? I it's feel so I feel productive. Yeah. <laughs> I feel productive. Oh, what a great
1: line! I know she's getting her done. Oh, I feel do productive. I not? Strong. Who hasn't peed in the shower? You're lying to yourself. Yes. If
0: you haven't gone in the shower,
1: and if you haven't, just try it. it. Might make you feel better.
0: I don't know. I is anybody a foot doctor? Yeah, does oh, what that, do, what whole is, is foot that fungus thing, is, is that, that a myth or not? Is that a podiatrist? Is that it's foot, a podiatrist, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, the foot doctor. Um, Yeah, I I would I would argue that they would have to to some degree.
1: I don't know, help. I like would say, what if you had a wart oh, I've had a wart on my foot. I tried peeing on it and it didn't work.
0: That, that's not gonna make it go away, but maybe it can prevent future warts from starting.
1: Right, yeah. Right. Maybe
0: it's, you know, um I mean there has to be some truth to that.
1: I would think so. I mean, and you've I mean, been I can s- I
0: can't imagine it being harmful, right? You know, right. is it awkward? Can be.
1: I mean, I wouldn't pee in the shower if there was somebody else in the shower with me, like well, my husband.
0: Okay, I right? Think, I think or your would-
1: children. Sometimes moms will shower with their young, young, young kids. I think that would go without
0: saying, but I'm glad we cleared it up.
1: Okay, well, in case you're wondering I mean if
0: you're in there with your husband I'm assuming romance is on the agenda
1: well sometimes sometimes you just want to to mm. maybe you're running late for That's a party how comfortable
0: you are with somebody yeah maybe it's you're running su-
1: late for a party and mm. you want to just get your shower done and mm. you don't want to fight over shower time so you just hop in together
0: that just maybe it's a compliment. If I pee in front of you, that just shows how no,
1: no I, how I, open I am. I would not want my, my husband. My
0: guard is to lowered.
1: Pee in the shower when I am in there.
0: Maybe it's yeah. In some cultures, it's a sign of approval. Huh? Look huh. at this. I have no reservations. I'm so honest. I'm bare. I'm naked and I'm peeing. <laughs> I'm embarrassed and I'm and I'm nude. <laughs> I can see that.
1: You could. Yeah. What do you think Mel would do if you hopped in the shower with her and then you just started to. Pee? I wouldn't even get
0: far enough into peeing. She'd be like, <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: What this are is, you doing? This
0: is a table for one, and it's already been seated. It's can. cat. It is Magic 95.1 j a i One of these lists that comes out every year that adds the most sought-after Christmas toy for every year like uh that's been around. Like Barbie was like in the in 1959 was the most sought after item. And here she is now in 2023 doing yeah. pretty good. Doing pretty good as the sought after Christmas item. Of course, 1983 brought us the cabbage patch Kit. Oh yes. So I have like the Easy Bake Oven was 1963 and the Etch A Sketch was 62. So I have uh what like what year maybe not year you were born because you were a baby but you might want to go until you were like 3 or 4 mm-hmm. and see what year you were by the way in 1975 we all fell for the pet rock
1: are you kidding that me that was
0: the most sought after christmas item of 1975 connect 4 1974 and nerf was introduced to us in the 73 now i was born in 80 okay
1: what was um, the toy in 80
0: well in 80 when i was born it was the born it was the rubik's cube Okay. But in the '80s, we had Rubik's Cube, Strawberry Shortcake, the Glow Worm.
1: Oh yes, I remember the Glow Worm.
0: Yeah, My I... Little Pony.
1: Yes, Pound, my Pound Puppies. Pon- mm-hmm.
0: Those were all in the '80s, and then maybe the one that uh, sort of was the quintessential toy for me, uh, when I was growing up in my youth, was 1987, the Teddy Ruxpin.
1: Oh, that's right. Got to put
0: your finger in his mouth.
1: Yeah, Teddy Ruxpin.
0: And then, and that uh, Nintendo didn't come until 88. Game Boy in 89, Sega Genesis in 1991. Uh any of these ring about for your youth?
1: Oh yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely remember like was Hungry Hungry Hippos on on the list yeah, back you're, in Yeah, you're
0: you're like... a smidge older than me just so folks know. So Hi- Hungry Hippo is 78.
1: Oh, that was 78. Okay. Atari
0: can... was 77.
1: Oh, the Atari! Gosh, what was what was in the year two thousand? Like my boys were were born in like two thousand and three,
0: two thousand. Yeah. By the way, Tickle Me Elmo, nineteen ninety six. That was very popular. Beanie Babies, ninety eight. Mm. Furby, ninety
1: nine. Oh, everybody remembers the Furby, right?
0: The Razor Scooter owns the year two thousand as the most oh, sought after toy item. Okay. Bratz dolls in the early two thousand mm-hmm. were popular. Uh, DDR, 2003. Do you know what that is?
1: No. What is that?
0: Dance, Dance Revolution. Oh,
1: that's right.
0: Uh, okay. Guitar Hero, 2005 and 2006 brought us the Nintendo Wii. These are recent years, obviously. Some of these I don't know. Um, like I have, I don't remember 2011. La La Loopsie do Hairstyles. <laughs> Nobody <even> remembers that. <laughs> that does not have longevity. Uh, let's see. Rainbow Loom was 2013, that was popular. Elsa dolls, yes, Hatchimals.
1: I remember the Hatchimals, fidget
0: spinners in 2017, mm-hmm. baby shark 2019, baby Yoda in 2020. Squishmallows took over last yes. year with uh. 2022. My daughter wants a Squishmallow this year. Does she? Yeah, and Barbie is back at the top here at 2023 after just, uh, after starting in 1959. Those were the most sought after uh, Christmas items of the year. By the way, Monopoly owns 68, and then what? I just I just got a new Rock'em Sock'em robot sort of thing in my house. Uh, and those were popular in 1967. Did you ever play those? I
1: did. Yeah, I those are great. My grandmother had one
0: of those. Yep. Is are you losing your voice like me? <laughs> yes, I
1: am. Are
0: you so I don't moved? Don't know what's going on so over here. So moved to emotional tear <laughs> I mean, going down memory lane. Either that um, or
1: going
0: through puberty again. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, oh uh, Sandy and Cat. Uh, there you go. Some of the uh, most sought after gifts for year for the holiday season. Barbie tops gift list again this year. I think that's really, really interesting. And a little bit of a jog down memory lane. <laughs> No, it's not. No, Sandy and Kat, it's Magic 95.1 WHAI. Kat was telling us, uh, she brings this up every year, where you guys think you have these family traditions, but nobody else has these Oh, traditions.
1: this, the, now, wait a second. Let's give the phone number because we are about to flood the station with phone calls. 260-467-9500. Who has played the Saran Wrap Christmas game? where you take saran wrap and you start rolling prizes money candy gift cards into a giant saran wrap ball and then you sat around on christmas christmas eve as a family and you play the game with a pair of oven mitts where you try to (laughs) unravel the ball before it gets passed to the next person and whatever falls out you get to keep So the person in front of you is kind of like rolling dice, and if they roll like double sixes, then you have to pass the ball to them, and and so on. So you only get a certain amount of time in which you can unravel this ball. And, And I told you about this last year. I played this game, and this is a fun holiday game.
0: It sounds like something you'd be forced to do at a baby shower. What? That then later on, women would be like, I hated playing that game. Oh, that's That's not true. It is so much fun. It is
1: so much fun.
0: Uh, Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi. Have you ever heard of the Saran Wrap Christmas game?
1: Yes. Hi. We have definitely played this before. And I'll tell you, my husband was more mad than I have ever seen.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this sounds awful.
1: No, it's fun. It's fun. It is um, quite the disaster, especially with the oven mitts. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: I can't imagine anybody ever unwrapping it.
1: Oh, they do. Do you yeah, use your mouth?
0: Are you allowed to use your mouth?
1: No, you use your oven mitts. But you, you can't rip anything. You can't. You can't. I well, mean, what you, are you, you crazy? try, I, and you got to do it fast. And sometimes, you know, pieces break off. <sighs> Depends on who wrapped
0: it, too. This feels like you'd have to play this if you lost Christmas. Like <laughs> it feels like a very torturous game.
1: Yes. For, for me, I've experienced it, and I thought it was pretty fun. Full of
0: joy. Like, even if I was drinking, I couldn't make this fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know that you're singing high praise of the uh, Saran Wrap.
1: Ball game. Saran, Saran wrap, wrap ball game. It's good. Did you good. play it
0: growing up?
1: No. Is no, it from this this your is real- side
0: or Joe's no, side? No,
1: this is relatively new. Like, I've learned this in the past 10 years. Like, it was one of those things that was going all around TikTok, and I learned it online. Somebody else showed it to me, and I was like, oh, we need to do that with
0: our family. Oh, man, I could just see every old, cranky family member losing it. (laughs) Uh, Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi, the Christmas Saran Wrap Ball Game. Have you ever played this thing? I have. So, the first time we did it, we did it as like a pre-prom party for my kids Okay, mm-hmm. and they loved it oh. so we decided to make an adult version and put like little 99 cent drinks in there yeah and yeah yeah, yeah. And sure we didn't do oven mitts though but it was so much fun okay were see you, were you drunk during it
1: <laughs> no no uh, not at the start. Okay. <laughs> maybe towards <laughs> the maybe end. towards the end. <laughs>
0: oh, one more on this. Andy and Kat, good yeah. morning, hi. The uh the Saran wrap Christmas ball game. Go ahead. I did that one year and it just took forever to roll it all up and I guess my kids probably weren't of the right age group because there was a lot of pouting and yeah. and uh-huh. anger at the table I feel like and, it's, and I just didn't we never
1: repeated it
0: <laughs> yeah I feel like it's just ripe for thank you for the call as a disaster
1: I guess I mean that's like, really
0: threading the needle you the take
1: a- items that I put in there were very sought after items I mean put dollar bills five dollar bills in there lottery tickets you know pieces of candy you got to make sure that something falls
0: out. Christmas exhausts me. And what you just did was you put this atomic chore in the middle of a very busy day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean...
1: Well, then wrap it up the week before oh Christmas. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> all I want to do is not do that. You sit and drink your eggnog? <laughs> That's all I want to do. And Ugh. now you gave me a huge task. No thanks. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Our phone lines are open, 260-467-9500. Pink tickets up for grabs. We're going to play Things
1: You you Should Know. know.
0: That's right. We give you four questions. We think these are, the, the answers are, we think most people know. Okay. Most people know the answers to these questions. Okay. If you get the first one right, you get to move on. If you get the second one right, move on. However, if any point along the way, you beef it. Or you freeze. Sometimes that happens. Mm -hmm. We just go to the next caller on the line. So the key to this game is to keep calling in, even if you don't get in right away. Because the way you win the tickets is you successfully answer the fourth and final question of things you should know. All right, here we go. Question number one. Get to that.
1: Two, six, zero, four, six, seven, ninety five hundred.
0: My little pencil. All right, help me keep tracking the names in here, Kat. Okay, are you ready? Gotcha. Yep. All right. Sandy and Kat, good morning. Hi, who's this? Mike. 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 How old are you, Mike? Uh, I'm an adult. Oh, I thought <laughs> no it, sounded, it sounded a little. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm off to an awkward start to begin with.
1: All right. <laughs> Mike. All right. Question all right. number one. All right,
0: Mike, you ready? Yep. What Christmas movie? did Ralphie want a Red Ryder BB gun? Oh, my God, I can't think of a Christmas story. That's exactly right. That's
1: it. Good job, Mike. You're moving on, Mike. Here we go. Question two.
0: Christmas related. Finish the line of this famous Christmas carol. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. What is Jack Frost doing?
1: Nipping at your nose. That's exactly right. Good job, Mike.
0: Two questions away from winning pink tickets. And this might be the easiest question. Okay. What family Christmas movie is Macaulay Culkin known for? Home Home Alone. Home
1: Alone. Home Alone. All right, Mike. You are doing it, buddy.
0: All right, here we go. Now, the fourth and final question. Pink tickets up for grabs, and I will let you know, it's a doozy. Okay. Christmas related yet again. How many ghosts visit Ebenezer Scrooge during the Christmas Carol? Uh, Are you counting Jacob, too? That'd be four, then. Final answer? Um, three. I don't know if you're counting Jacob. There's four. What's your final answer? Um, three. Is not right. No, not
1: three. Not three. Mike. Darn it.
0: That is brutal.
1: Yes, it is. It is. But that means we have to go to the next
0: line. I told you, this happens all the time with yeah. this Yeah, You can do the heavy lifting, get the first three questions, and then get stuck
1: with on the, the fourth, fourth and final question.
0: question. All right. Uh, it's Andy and Kat. It's Magic 95.1. Good morning. Who's this? Carolyn. Carolyn. All right, Carolyn. Get off speakerphone. Hi. You ready for this, baby? Here we go. Fourth and final question. You get it right. You want a pair of pink tickets. Ready? How many ghosts visit Ebenezer Scrooge during the Four. Christmas, Carol? Four. Is exactly right.
1: You are gonna Four. go see Peter. Congratulations, yeah. Carol! carol.
0: Awesome. I will say I would have missed this.
1: Yeah, I would have missed it too. I I would have guessed three.
0: You would say it's the ghost of Christmas, Christmas Present, past, past
1: present, and and future. future.
0: But you forget about I Jacob forget Marley. Forget about
1: Jacob Marley, but
0: he's a ghost who visits Ebenezer at the beginning and says, "You will you be visited by, by three ghosts, more ghosts. ghosts." Yeah. Carol, hang on. You want a pair of pink tickets? Sandy and Cat. Man, you feel bad you feel for Mike. I do. I I do because he was back and forth on that question. Back and forth.
1: He's like, am I gonna
0: guess three? Am I gonna guess four? Am I gonna guess three? Mm -hmm. Three's my final answer. Sandy and Kat. More pink tickets tomorrow morning. Sandy and Kat, Magic 95.1, W A J I. We've talked about sides of the bed kind of regularly on our show. It Mm -hmm. ends up coming up. Like wherever you sleep. Whatever side you have. And then if you travel for the holidays, maybe you travel for vacation, hotel rooms. you actually end up switching the side of the bed? Is it conscious? Is it subconscious? Do you have a reason, rationale? I know there's a lot of subconscious around it. A lot of times the uh, closer to the doorway, sometimes moms end up being there because it's a Freudian thing to be closer to running to get the kids. Yeah,
1: that is me. I am a, next be, uh, to the door. Yep. To be a
0: caretaker. Mm-hmm. um sometimes uh men uh want to be farther away from the door that way you have time to subliminally if an enemy would come in you would not be attacked first <laughs> you would have then time to react and then fight off the combatant really this is what yes what
1: sign do you uh sleep on Andy
0: I am closest to the door oh you are closest yeah, to the door I am the woman in my relationship
1: <laughs> well you also get up uh
0: sooner than Mel as well. So, but yeah. then I, I saw this. Here's something that's kookadoo. do. This is this has got to be nuts. Anybody listening, do this. This is from social media
1: we do not have a regular side of the bed that we sleep on last night i slept on that side and then the night before for like two or three nights in a row i slept on this side it's never discussed we just randomly pick a side when we go to sleep and whenever this has come up in conversation people act like that is the craziest thing they've ever heard i don't know we just never picked a side of the bed so i am bringing it to TikTok to
0: see if it is actually as crazy as everybody says it is
1: yes it is
0: that is nuts yes that is is crazy who is just occasionally switching sides? No. That's bonkers. You though. have
1: your own side.
0: I, I I agree with you. I I don't understand that at all. That would be that's that's. I want that. I want someone to break that down as to what that is. that's psychotic. I, <laughs> I don't know why that
1: freaks me out, but it does. I I feel like that is an early on in their relationship type thing. Like, Mm. is that couple married? Or you have a rotating schedule? Yeah, Mm. where you just, I feel like sleeping on this side. No, I mean, my pillow, my blanket, everything is on my side of the bed. My nightstand is over there. I've got my phone charger, something to drink, my books. I'm ready to go. I've got a side of the bed. I couldn't imagine, like, switching back and forth. That
0: would be... uh, Anyway, here's uh, Ray Romano with a famous classic take on that. I was just home. I was living at home, and then the next day I got married, and then I moved in with my wife. It was the first time sharing a house with a woman. And here's the thing. If you have no experience, day one is a crucial day. You need help. Someone has to chaperone you, because you're going to make choices that don't seem important there's little ones like like uh, what side of the bed do you want yeah oh I thought that was trivial that's your side for life right there oh I got screwed I blew the call oh I didn't look I didn't look at the TV angle I'm in hell you can you can really beef it and that is your side for life whether you're traveling or not mm-hmm. but if it's you switch true. sides every day that is that's crazy that's I like, mean,
1: do you take your pillow with you? I mean,
0: uh, I, I would. That's a sign of an FBI profiler that you're a serial killer. <laughs> okay, if I don't you, know if I, if I go you that far. you don't have a regular, <laughs> you're a couple that you're Bonnie and Clyde. I don't understand that. Sandy and Kat, it's Magic 95.1 W-A-J-I. Each year, this radio station for nearly 40 years has done their best to grant Christmas wishes. We're going to do one of those right now. How this works is Kat and I get submissions from you. I mean, you guys really make this segment go. You nominate uh, usually someone that's not yourself. Sometimes uh, we put on facades for others, so sometimes the only people that know these things that are, that you're hurting in life uh, come from family members, cousins, friends. Uh, so as long as you don't nominate yourself, you tend to sort of rise to the top of the pile. Then we have a committee here that works behind the scenes to sort of sort through these. And then we work with silent donors. We work with our clients at the radio station, including Bestial Auto Sales, who helps fund some of these uh, Christmas wishes. And what happens is, look, these are good people. Nobody's looking for a handout in this world. Uh, just life threw them a curveball, and could, you could use a little help and a little belief in humanity again. And that's what how this happens. So what happens in today's world is, once we find this, we then call you out of the blue on a number that you don't recognize. Mm-hmm. And we then try to give you some money to help you through the holidays. That is a hard task because no one picks up strange numbers anymore. That's true. And nobody believes that we're actually doing this for real. And most of everybody the Everybody
1: thinks we're scamming us.
0: Everybody <laughs> thinks we're Scotch. a scam in today's I world. I get it. It is so hurtful. But yet, I get it. I would be... Skeptical as well So a couple days ago We were able to finally connect with Courtney And we'll share with you how that went right now It's Andy and Kat It's Magic 95.1 Magic Christmas Wish Hello Hi, may I speak with Courtney If she's available This is Andy and Kat From Magic 95.1 Radio Hello, this is Courtney Kat and I here on the morning radio show uh, got an email from someone named Savannah. Do you have a Savannah in your life? Yes, that's my daughter. All right. How old is Savannah-ish? She is 19, just turned 19. Just turned 19. She sent Kat and I an email. Do you mind if I paraphrase this email a little bit? Yes. She says, uh, dear Andy and Kat, my mom is a single mom. She had two kids, me, and obviously another one. And then she also is taking care of her two nephews. Is that true? Yes, it is. Um, My older sister, she lived in, or not Florida, in New York. A car actually ran through her house. Oh my gosh. She lost her house and everything. And she has like nine kids. So we all had to split all her kids up. Oh my gosh. And take care of them? Yes. Um, and the car actually hit my nephew. And they've been living with you ever since. And so you're trying to take care of yourself. You're a single mom. Your two kids, yes. and then two uh, two of your nephews. And yes. money's money's been t- tight these last couple years. Oh yeah, to- it has been. And so your daughter Savannah. Again, at 19, wrote a radio station and said, look, my mom doesn't have a lot of help to turn to, and she hasn't been able to have a Christmas for us in the last several years, at least not the one that I think she'd like to give us. Is that right? She's right part of her email says you've been struggling for a long time. You've always been strong. She, uh, obviously, your daughter Savannah sees that and she put down here on a piece of paper just how much your rent is and all she asked, without giving details, is that we could help pay for your rent this, uh, this holiday season. And, and then to see if we had any extra money that we, you, she could we could give you... So that then you could go Christmas shopping for yourself and for the nephews that you're taking care of. That makes me want to cry. So can you sort of paint an age range of the kids that you're taking care of, the four of them in your house? Well, there's there's seven, and um, the other one is nine, and then I have a 16-year-old. And I have Savannah. Who's 19. How about the fortitude of a 19-year-old to come write a a radio station? That's right. That, like, touches my heart. If it's okay, Mm. Courtney, what we'd like to do is see if we couldn't give you that money to help pay for rent for a month. Well, thank you so much. And then give you some extra money so that you can buy some items for your family this holiday season. Thank you. That means a lot to me. I can't believe she did that. That, like, really touches my heart. What we're going to do is we're going to give you some more details here behind the scenes. And uh, we're going to give you $1,000, okay? Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. <laughs> you're very welcome. Okay, and Merry Christmas. And even on your thank uh, you, maybe even on your darkest days, you're doing something right. If you can, uh, I guess, find a 19 year old to write such a lovely letter, like the one we got here at the radio station. Well, thank you so much. I know that really touches my heart so bad. I can't believe she did that. I I think that says a lot. It so, does. Uh, we're going to put you on hold. Kat here is going to get some information, okay? And we'll walk you through this okay. a little more. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Sandy and Kat, Magic 95.1 Christmas Wish. Granting Christmas wishes for nearly 40 years. Another one there. And more to come this holiday season.